Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. So glad you're with us here. So the come, we're going to hear from Kevin Warren, the new president of the Chicago Bears. He was on with Carmen and Yurko. Some thoughts from Warren and also getting your thoughts. 312-332-3776 on the hire of Warren. We are just talking in animal stories about the hyper-aggressive seals likely poisoned with acid are attacking humans. Our animal and fishing expert, Chauncey, from Chauncey's Gray Outdoors, every Saturday morning, joins us here on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Chauncey. Good morning. Thank you for the plug. I was concerned I was listening to an outdoor show in the middle of the week. Well, well, we're we're sports entertainment here, Chauncey. I mean, yes. So, so, so <laughs> it's not it's just not your hardcore sports. There's a little jazz hands with this show as well. Yeah, by the Dale way. Bowman oh, isn't doing the show with me. <laughs> Dale Bowman. <laughs> so, could you yeah, help? Could you help us on the seal seal attack and not the singer? By the way, no, I know. Um, it, it's a pure neurological thing. I mean, it's you know, not just it depends on they don't just eat fish. They'll eat uh, plant. They'll eat a lot of other things that. Will have toxins if there's, you know, food supply is short somewhere in that day area, and they're going to eat that, and that will definitely, you know, basically mess up their brain. Have you been bitten by a seal before, Chauncey? No, I've never been bitten by a seal, but I was bit by a very large angelfish when I was swimming in the coral reef tank at the Shedd Aquarium when I was 16 years old. Wow. So what happened <laughs> after that? So, so, so mean, that's what happened. <laughs> that's why you're like this. Can you still That's swim very in much there? Well, like, what? Can you still swim in there? Take, what? I was take, I was taking classes at the shed for about three years. I see. Okay, so and we went swimming, and I was in the tank with the diver feeding the fish, and I was not paying attention to this very large angelfish, and it nipped me in my lowered, let's just say, my upper back of the leg. I see. Wow. So it bit your ass, it and then it was right happened. in the butt, right in the ass. And when my mother saw the mark one time when I was walking from the bathroom to my bedroom, and I told her that I got bit by an angelfish who thinks an angelfish is about a half an inch long in a five-gallon aquarium, she did not believe me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I guess the bottom line, Chauncey, is how can this be solved? We know what the problem is. So how, how can you determine how many seals are actually poisoned with acid? It, it's Well, you're not going to be able to determine that because you, you can't corral them and grab them. Uh, you know, the seals, it's just going to have to almost go through a, a cycle for the plant life that they've been eating to either die off, go away, or more other food for them comes into the area, and they're eating that, and it'll slowly work out of their system through their liver. So there you have it. You see there that? You see, you thank you, Chauncey. See, you learn something every day. You learn it all. Chauncey, thank it's, you. It's always a pleasure, guys. You're the man. It is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors every Saturday morning right here on ESPN 1000. And so we got the information from Chauncey. He, he said you got to cycle out. He's just like, I just want to, can you eat a seal that's laced with acid? What does that taste like? Not good. You don't think so? don't think it would end well for either of us. No? No. (laughs) Chauncey brought up something interesting there as well. If you're in the unfortunate reality where your mother sees a bite on your ass, how do you explain that? Uh, that, that's insane. Well, I mean, well, first of all, if she sees it, what she do, what she look at so close for? Unless he was wearing like Daisy Dukes. I mean, what if he's just jumped out of the shower and he's naked and run into his room and didn't know mom was in the hall? The, the Chaunceys don't have any towels there. To cover yourself up. I mean, that can happen. You're 
That's weird. naked. That's weird. Get get a towel for God. That's number one. But number two, the way I explain it is, Mom, I'm in a relationship, and well, she got a little frisky. It's got a little crazy. A little Why are you kink shaming, Mom? <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little dicky on the ass. You, you know, you said that they don't have <laughs> towels. True story. Stanley, one of the three dogs, yeah. he has this penchant at times for wanting to go out in the middle of the freaking night. Dude, I get up at four. Yeah. Can you stop? Yeah. I did not know that one of our kids and my daughter-in-law were staying at the house. I thought they'd left. Mm-hmm. I'd gone to bed. Mm-hmm. Stanley wants to go out, and I had nothing on. And I'm like, I'll take him out. Mindy's still in bed. I go downstairs. It's like 3.15 in the morning, maybe 3. Open the door. It's cold. Go on. Go do your business. I'm standing in the kitchen, reading my phone completely naked. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, I hear, oh, excuse me. <laughs> my daughter-in-law. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and she thought it was hilarious. Oh, my God. I was you, just going to ask if that was a deal breaker for her. She went. You let the dog out in the middle of the night with no clothes on in the middle of winter. Yep. Oh, my God. Cap. I didn't know anybody else was in the house. I understand, but... My kids don't live at home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on. <laughs> Freezing cold. So the follow-up to that is, was she impressed? <laughs> Not even I can oh, make a boy, joke about <laughs> I'll go to any level. <laughs> As Danny would say, it's yes. about the audience. Yes. Entertain. I'm not going to that level. Well, I will. I'll say she learned something there. She went, a little cold out there? Oh, Kevin Warren yesterday. <laughs> no, this is more interesting. Hey, you know. <laughs> the idea that my guy here just still walks around naked. If you're like, there's no kids in the house. Do, do, do. I'm naked, Cap. Do, do, well, do. We've had this conversation. The sleep naked deal is even nuts to me. I don't get it. With the dogs in the bed, you're sleeping naked. I'm That's under crazy. The cover. The dogs aren't under the cover. Yeah, but you got to have some protective. Like, what? What if they jump in the bed and step on you? I got to have That's, something more than just okay, the they, blanket between me second. and the dog. That's had to happen at least one time. A mistake because we all make mistakes, right? Even the dog. He hops up on the bed. Oh God. That's my penis. <laughs> yes, but a <laughs> pair of boxer shorts isn't going to do much for protection, and I'm not sleeping in a protective cup. Right. That's because that's cumbersome and uncomfortable. I remember the... F- this is way too much information. When I started seriously dating my wife. Yeah. And she was over. And she was over what? At the, my place. Oh, I see. Yeah. And got into bed. I'm like... You're wearing that to bed? She's like, what are you? Not a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Did you say it just like that, too? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Nothing. Honey, I'm locked into bed. I'm locked Nothing. in. Locked if, in. If, you're, if, if you need me, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Because <laughs> you got to stay ready, right? Tap me on the shoulder. I'm ready to go. Whopper, 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 <laughs> junior <laughs> double. That's exactly right. And it's been that way for 24 years. That's exactly right. Because as coaches say, you got to stay ready. Correct. At all times. Never know right? when your opportunity is going to come. Kaplan, yes, sir. Whoa. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
You never know when you got to get to the scores table. You are alert all the time. Absolutely. And you have to be. You got to stay ready. So that's but how we roll. That way, you're not pulling clothes. Okay, here, here we go. Shirt. All right. Yeah, I don't understand the people that Pajamas. Sleep, that sleep like in a like a whole thing. <laughs> like pants and a shirt. I don't get it. I don't. And it's, again, they don't get what I do. I don't get what they do. And that's okay with me. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Ricardos never were like that, you know. The, Ric- the Ricardos slept in separate beds. Yeah, like Dick Van Dyke and, uh, <laughs> and Mary Laura. Tyler Moore. Yeah. Laura. Yeah. Laura Petri. Yeah. Laura and Rob Petri. That's exactly right. So separate beds. Small little separate. No, that's not going <laughs> on. Not going to happen. Why was that, Cap? Why was that in the, in the back in the day? Why, why is it that couple slept in separate beds like that? Because then you'd wonder on the TV show, like, well, how did the kid happen? How, was, how did little Ricky come out? You know, how did, how did Dick Van Dyke, if you pardon the expression? The stork dropped it off. That's what, was, what they make us believe, right? That's what they said. Yeah. The stork dropped off the baby. <laughs> yeah, no. Pass. Joey, did your parents sleep in, uh, in separate beds back in the day? You know what? Believe it or not, it was an Italian thing, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. What, what? Man, we, had, uh, we had central air, too, and my father put an air conditioner in the wall for my mother. Why did she need an air conditioner, Joey? She, you know, when it, when it hit 65 degrees, she put her at the air on. Uh-huh. So, you know, me and my sister are the same. Uh, I don't like it hot like Cap does. He likes 90 in a Speedo in the ocean. <laughs> I, I don't know about the Speedo part, but, yeah, I like it hot. You give me 90 every day, I'm good. So, anyways, if I get a tap on the shoulder... You would hear Whopper, Whopper, Whopper Junior, Whopper, Whopper, Whopper Junior, Whopper, Whopper Junior. Have it your way. <laughs> and Joey, have hey, it your way. You're the best, buddy. You too, man. Have a I'm one. I'm calling your bluff. On what? January, beef sandwich, still nothing. He's right. I did tell him I would eat a beef sandwich in January. Yes. So here, States, it's all, I want is autograph, all I want is an autograph picture, since I can't take one with you, an autograph picture of you and the sportscaster of the year. You know, if you got a group photo, that would be great with Danny and Shay and the guys. But, uh, you know, you're, you're the best on the radio, Cap and Hoodie, the best. You're, you're the best, and January's not over. That's exactly right. We still have days left. Have it in January. Don't do it in February because that's, you know, we get the shortened month there in February. Correct. Yeah, correct. So, by the way, we just had a caller uh, wanted to mention that uh, Lucy Thanks, and Joey. Lucy and Desi made TV history by sleeping in the same bed. Prior to that, the censorship rules were that you could not show them in the same bed. Oh God, that's true. That's it. That is true. I don't. Rem- I thought it was separate beds. Maybe it was the Mertzes. My grandparents had separate rooms when I was growing up. I always thought that was crazy. I didn't that, have any idea why. You know what? That, that's commonplace. I've considered that, by the way, sometimes. I know. Looking back, in hindsight, I'm like, that's kind of smart. They were onto something. Like, you, you know, I got to get up at 4.15 and you still got the night light on? You know, maybe I should go in another room. No, you don't have to do that. Cut the light out. Let's go. Seriously. Night light still on? Really? Got to get up at 4 o'clock in the bed at 10? Hold on, nightlight, like the kind that's little, the little thing plugged in the outlet down on the floor? It would light up half of Chicago, that her, her light. Oh. I have to go to sleep. 
Light's still on. I got. Hey, light's still on. Because I had a girlfriend who had to cover the clock on the VCR. Yeah. Remember the VCR oh, yeah. had the little digital oh, yeah. clock? Sure. And I went, that little clock, you can't. What? That bothers had, you? Yeah. She wow. said that bothered her. And she had the curtains pulled all. T- it had to be p- pitch black in there. I can't sleep like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like it that way. That was a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Deal breaker. And she would cover the clock with like a book, stand it in front of it. Drove me. I'm like, if you're sleeping, how do you know it's there? It bothers me. I understand. I'm out. See you later. I like it. I like it to be. I mean, it's nighttime. That means dark. Sleep with a light on. Like a big bright light on that will light up a cheap motel. No shot. Shut it down. (laughs) Me and Cap have to work in the morning. I'm sorry. I was going through the. I don't care. Let's go. That's it. Turn it off. She was a. Peacock was the one that would, would uh, always have the TV on, too. Before we met, she'd just have the TV just running, blasting. I'm like, I can't do that either. That's not sound sleep, Cap. That's that, that's that uh, kind of linear sleep where it's like, yeah, I'm sleep, yeah, but you can still hear the TV, so that's not real good sleep. I want to be able to have good sleep. So I watch a game in bed. Yeah. Like if it's a late-night game, I got a parlay still alive or whatever it is. My wife can fall asleep to that if the volume's not too loud. Yeah. But if I'm watching like a gangster movie, like Goodfellas, yeah, no shot. Yeah, she hears the gunfire and all. yeah, no shot. I had to break her from that because she used to. She could just fall. I said, but that's not real sleep. If you got the TV blasting and it's on, she used that as like a tag team partner. Like when you know, she got with me, lights off, TV off, done. Time for rest. Some people won't have a TV in their bedroom, especially. I think they're horrible people. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, that's like our parents, right? right? It was just the TV in the front room. There was no bedroom TV. It was one TV. One TV. Maybe two. Maybe. I have 14. <laughs> so, so, so we made up for the no TV in the bedroom, which is nonsense. Correct. All right, Kevin Warren was introduced by the Bears and talked with Carmen and Yurko. Well, if you missed some of that, we'll play some of that for you and also get your reaction. It's the new era Chicago Bears. We're going to hear from the president. If you missed it, listen next on Cap and J Hood. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Warren is the new president of the Chicago Bears. It's the new era of Chicago Bears. We're talking about it on Cap and Jay Hood here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. So a couple of things from Kevin Warren. First of all, uh, his role with the football side of things. And one of the things I've learned is when you build a championship culture, the questions and the ideal and the thought process of who has the final say and all that really becomes irrelevant. Because at the end of the day, when we come out of whatever room we're in, we have the common goal. And the common goal is to bring championships here. And so I think uh, my goal, I know every day, whether it's football, whether it's business, whether it's stadium, whether it's league matters, whether it's dealing with ownership, is to make sure that we're prepared, we're organized, we're detailed, we're methodical, and I'm there as a resource. And as I say, honestly, I always look up, I mean, because this is, I'm a very boring person. Uh, this is all that I do. You know, I don't have any hobbies. My wife's been telling me for years, you need to get hobbies. She finally stopped telling me that a couple years ago. She recognizes it's my family and it's my work. 
And, and this is not even work to me anymore. This is a unique situation. And so because of that, I'm, I'm, I'm able to, to come with no ego to be able to say, who do I know? Who do I know about someone? What can I bring to help the football operations to bring us a championship? Coach Dick Vermeil says something to me during our quest in St. Louis for a Super Bowl. Our first year, we were 5-11. and 11. Second year, we were 4-12. and 12. Last year, 16-3, and 3, our Super Bowl year. Two things he said. He said a lot of things, but really resonate with me. The second year, he said to me, he said, once people in the building realize that not if, but when we win the Super Bowl, that all of our rings are going to look the same, that they'll put their egos to the side. And it was interesting at the ring ceremony, it was right. My Super Bowl ring looked just like Kurt Warner's. It looks like just like Marshall Fox, Orlando Pace, and Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce. It looked the same. And so that's one thing. The other thing that he said is you got to recognize that when you build a house, you build the basement first. So although you drive by a house and you don't see any progress upon land, that doesn't mean the building is not going on. And so I think with that and that common goal that, that, that Matt and Ryan and George and everyone in this organization will have, it will be a very uh, healthy environment. We won't agree on everything, uh, but we'll work together because we have a common goal of making sure that we bring championships to this franchise. This is the biggest move in Chicago sports from a front office standpoint since Theo Epstein took over the Cubs. Because of the experience of Warren, it's the most that we've heard championships and Super Bowl repeatedly in that press conference. You didn't hear that from Ted, didn't hear that from McCaskey, quite frankly. But for Warren to say that tells me that the mood has changed at Hell's Hall. So a friend of mine texted me and said, you guys are way overstating this hire. I said, why? He said, name me a team president that makes a difference on wins and losses. Get me a good quarterback, some receivers, an O-line, a defense. That's how you win football games. And my point to him was, we have been mismanaged for so long. I'm not saying they didn't make money, but we have not been a corporation trying to win football games that's worth billions of dollars. We have been a mom-and-pop shop. I said it earlier. Sylvie laid out multiple trades that were not allowed to be made because we don't want to pay two signing bonuses or we don't want to do this or we don't want to do that. It's been well documented. They could add Steve Young and when they had to give a million dollars on top of the draft pick, no, we're not going to do that. He went to the Hall of Fame. That was how they were run then. So I'll push back on that narrative because now they're giving you different way to do business. Yeah, and that's shallow thinking. Was that person that sent you that message, did he just get dropped on this planet, just get dropped in Chicago, and not realize that the, the mood changes and, the again, the accountability changes when you have Kevin Warren in? Look. It's about culture. We know that in this company with good karma. We know that with good karma. It's about culture. Bingo. That's the difference. It's not stagnant. It's not stuck in neutral like it has been for a long time. Correct. How do I know? I've seen the Phillips regime as far as the one loss record. Finances aside, the 9-5-er to fiver wants to know, did my team win or did my team lose, Cap? Thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm busy. I got family. I got work. We're trying to pay bills. I just want three plus hours of enjoyment on my Sunday. I want to feel my team has a chance. Absolutely. That's all I've got because my bu- my life is either filled with drama or my life is filled with so, with so many busy things that's going on uh, in my life. But I just want that three hours, that three plus hours to say I can take solace in the fact that when I sit down and watch the Bears, I'm watching a winning product and it makes me happy. 
That's all it is. Completely agree. But it's, but it's not about, well, Warren is here, so now the Bears are winning the Super Bowl. That's not, that's not the point. The point is that you have someone accountable in that chair with experience, not some neophyte that just got the job and just, hey, here's the third or fourth ranked guy in some organization. It's totally different. Bingo. That's all. And again, there are no guarantees for any of this. I want to make sure that other people will hear what they want to hear, but I'll say it because I know you're listening. The whole thing is, is that nothing's a guarantee. But you try to go to the top. You get the best people to be able to put the best product on the field, and then you try your luck. Bottom line. If you told me the New York Yankees hired Kevin Warren today, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. The Yankees have their new Yankee Stadium. They've got 28 World Series championships. They are a proven winner on and off the field. If you told me the Dallas Cowboys hired Kevin Warren, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. They've got Jerry World. They've got... They're the wealthiest franchise in American sports. This is the Bears we're talking about here. So people who are underselling this hire, I think, are out of touch with reality. Hey, I understand that the average Bears fan has seen it all before, but you haven't seen this. You have not. See the difference? It's different. Yeah. That, see, you say, well, I mean, they, we've seen hires before. Now, this is not just some GM that they, they ro- rolled in there or just some football executive. No. If you've had a problem with Ted Phillips, which I have... Because of the one-loss record, because the team got stagnant, it's, you want change? Here's the change. Here's what I don't get, Shay. Here's what I don't get about some fans. Not all, but some fans. You call us and you demand change. You pound the pulpit and say, I want change. I don't like the head coach. I don't like the GM. I don't like the McCaskies. They should sell the team, blah, blah, blah. And then you get change and you go, well, I don't like that either. Correct. Well, well then what do you want? You're not going to get a Super Bowl just because you close your eyes and ask for it. It's a process, and that process is change. The process is to be able to find the right executives and the right people to get you to where you want to be. Correct. That's what it's about. Yes. And you, you, you cry for change, and it's like, well, I don't like that hire. Well, give me someone better. Why don't you, why don't you sit in the chair? That's very difficult. Everyone is not promised a Super Bowl. But when Ryan Poles made his plan known by trading Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn and not adding veteran talent to try to win this year, he picked a lane. and everyone, I don't like that plan. You screamed you wanted Ryan Pace out. They listened. There it is. You wanted Matt Nagy out. They listened. Now let them do their job. Yeah. You want to bitch? You want to bitch just because that's your personality? That's fine. But me as a Bears fan, I will watch the process because something I've been asking for, I got it. I got a new president in the chair. That was a major move yesterday. No question. To get him to have a guy say, I want to be there. He picked us as much as we picked him, as I read earlier. A guy that could be in line to be the next commissioner of the National Football League says, I want to be part of this charter franchise because, as he just said, I'm a boring guy. I love my family, but I also love my business. And a challenge. And the the business of football. See how we are as guys? We just want to be able to build. Like, you know what? Here's a challenge. All right, I did that for the Big Ten. All right, I did that before with the Vikings. All right, I did that with the Rams. Bears. Charter franchise. Hallis. Let me see what I could do there. Now I'm solidifying my legacy if I'm Kevin Warren and the Bears. You helped the process. That's damn good. Theo the same way. Theo could have stayed in Boston for, for, for 40 years if he wanted to. He's, he walks on water in Boston because of what he did with the Red Sox. Correct. Let's see, I need a new challenge. Who else needs a championship? I know, Chicago Cubs. We build this thing. Look at all the revenue streams. Okay, I'm out. What's my next challenge? Will I be the commissioner? Will I help a new franchise? 
like an expansion team? Could I do that? Should I run the Mets? I mean, you have all these options, right? When you're through Epstein. So that's what guys do. They don't want to sit idly by. They want to build something and or, help. And he's wanting to fix the game. So mm-hmm. I'll do that. Then maybe I'll buy a team. Maybe the commissioner is going to step down and I'll take that. He's got options. That's what it's about. You love gregarious, aggressive people. I do. People that go through life with a ruthless aggression. And, and saying, all I they care about is winning. Yes. At whatever it is. Because it's in their veins, right? Kevin Correct. Warren the same way. Here's a challenge. Get the Bears to be a, a really solid franchise. Not just one-offs. Super Bowl perennial winning championship team. It's not easy, but he's trying. When he leaves here, whenever that is, I want if the good Lord blesses me and I'm here, I hope he left them in far better shape than he got them. Absolutely. Absolutely. We see you on hold. We're going to get to your phone calls coming up. 312-332-3776. Kevin Warren was introduced by the Bears. We're getting your thoughts on the Warren hire and the Chicago Bears. Danny's going to put money in your pocket in one minute, and then we'll take your phone calls on the Bears on Cap and J-Hood. Here's today's headlines with Cap and J-Hood. The Chicago Bulls are in Paris. They will take on the Detroit Pistons. DeMar DeRozan on track to play tomorrow for the Bulls. The Northwestern Iowa game is postponed due to a COVID outbreak. DePaul will take on Xavier. And last night, in front of Cap and I, Valparaiso defeated UIC 76-66 at the arc. And Ring of Honor wrestler Jay Briscoe passed away in a car accident at the age of 38. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. We're getting your thoughts about Kevin Warren, the president of the Bears here on Cap and Jay Hood. My poor partner. As uh, Cap was doing the television broadcast for UIC Valparaiso last night with Andy Mazur, and I was doing the radio with UIC Hall of Famer Kenny Williams. And uh, we were in the same place, except I was on the 200 level of Valparaiso, calling the game from the 200 level, looking down at the floor, and Cap is right there in the in the perch, right there next to UIC, in the executive suite. I had it's Coach ridiculous. Luke Yaklich yeah. two feet in front of me. It's unbelievable. And I, and I have to tell my partner, I apologize for the earful he got on the way. <laughs> on the way home. Is that a foul? My, my guy, my cap's calling me. Hey, where are you? I'm almost home. I'm on Klein Avenue. Still dragging ass trying to get home. And I gave Cap an earful. Something that you will never hear on the air, but I gave him an earful last you night. Did. It was great. So angry. So good. So angry. <laughs> Do you see that kid? Take that shot. <laughs> Cap, Buddy, you're not coaching this. <laughs> Cap, was, Cap was patient enough to listen to let, let me we had a good 20-minute conversation. It was a chit. It, it was, was not a chit-chat. I did the chitting, if you're part of the expression. Like yesterday, so the game, there's like a minute 50 left. I hit the remote start button on my truck. It's right outside the door. Heaters, cranks, yeah. heated seats on. Mm-hmm. That eh, there's the final horn, and Valpo wins it, seventy six, sixty six for David Kaplan. I'm Andy Mazur. You can get this and all archive content in the ESPN Plus app. Mm-hmm. Eh, gone. My headset hits the table. My stuff's already in my bag. See y'all. I'm, I'm gone. Right to the car. I get on the highway. I've got my hand cup of iced coffee. It was in the car. And I'm cruising along. <laughs> I, I'm going to call Hoodie, see if he's out yet. Where are you at? I'm um, just passing O'Hare. Where are you? Clyde 
Avenue. I had to wait for the coach for 22 minutes. <laughs> just, just so frustrating. So frustrating yesterday. So good. But nonetheless, we made it here in this morning. We did. Could not sleep last night. Oh, it was tough. I'm going out tonight. Yeah. Tonight's a big night. Mm-hmm. Bunch of my dear friends from NBC Sports Chicago, organized by the great Pat Boyle, are taking my wife and I to dinner tonight over at Chicago Cut to celebrate me leaving. I guess maybe they wanted me out. And so we're all going to, there's like 14 of us going to dinner. So I actually didn't drive downtown today. I pulled the Sylvie and I have a few cocktails. That's fine. That's fine, Kev. I just, I didn't know you still had friends over there after they gave you the boot. Correct. That's what I saw from Jeff Agress at least. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. As we talk to you about Kevin Ward and the Chicago Bears, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. Uh, Dan in Lake Forest on ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning, Dan. How are you guys? Great show. Keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate you. Um, hey, talking about been there, done that, uh, I think his record on the field speaks to himself. We've all seen U.S. Bank Stadium, but um, we, we go up to Minneapolis for corporate meetings. Um, the Vikings have changed from Eden Prairie to Egan mm-hmm. and now have this whole Vikings Lake. Google that. Uh, went up there for a meeting in November. They've got hotel, retail, and you look out over their practice field. Went there this past November. It's like, this is what the Bears should do in Arlington Heights. Um, it's just a money-making machine. So another thing that I don't think heard a lot about, Vikings Lake, Egan, Minnesota. The guy's going to do great things. Yeah, I've heard it's amazing up there. It amazing. Just, so, Cap, just the, we can envision not just the stadium and the shops and the stores within the stadium – and when you go outside of it, I'm sure there'll be infrastructure too, right? This is not here's the new so here's the new Bear Stadium, and then when you get out of it, there's just a random Panera. There's, no. there's going to be a lot of infrastructure outside of it as well. It's going to be big time, mm-hmm. big big time. Every business in Arlington Heights that's worth its salt is going to benefit from this. The Potbelly Restaurant down there that's near the stadium, yeah, is going to see its business increase dramatically. Because of not just the 10 football games, if you count preseason, what about the concerts? What about the monster trucks yeah, and r- conventions? R- WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. Everything in Arlington Heights is going to get more valuable. And more and hotels around it? I would think so. Yeah. 100%. You get in on that, won't you? The, yeah, yeah. Schaumburg. All these areas are going to all be beneficiaries of all of it. Taylor in beautiful Hyde Park on ESPN 1000. Hey, Taylor. What's up, Taylor? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? What's Love up? the show. What's up? What's Appreciate up? you. How's business? <laughs> it's good. We're actually, I'm actually over here on the west side in Broadview. We're opening up a new uh, dispensary location in Broadview. So ah. um, I'm headed over to see the construction. And, uh, yeah, so it's good. And what is the uh, name of your, your shop? Yeah, it's going to be called uh, Viola Chicago. So Viola C-H-I. So uh, we'll be we'll be opened up, I think, by 420, as you all know, that's a, a big holiday, um, you know, for, for my business. So we're yes. excited. Frank, sweet <laughs> music, Viola. No doubt. Well, look, guys, I, I, I consider you all to kind of be the, the voice of, uh, of most men um, of, of ESPN Radio in the morning. And, Kat, man, you, you got to talk to the people um, and give them good advice. And having a TV in the bedroom, um, studies have shown that it's actually you have less sex uh, with couples that have TVs in the bedroom. So I would advise uh, get rid of the TVs, get rid of all the electronics, um, and just allow yourself to be in the bed with the, with your with your with your spouse. 
um, and let all the magic happen that way. We, that, um, that's yeah. one thing that is not an issue. What, the TV in the bedroom? The TV does yeah, not sidetrack the evening hijinks. It does not. And I, 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 got, a, I got a second point. Since, Kat, since uh, you kind of are kind of a commando guy, myself, myself too, not to get too much information, but I will say this. I better not hear you talk about pajama grand pajamas. <laughs> During Valentine's Day this year. That's a good you point. do you have to do all those in. reads now? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I have That's no it. problem with that at all. That's it. You know, you, you, it's you, a good point, Taylor. Yeah. So you can't read Pajama Gram anymore since you, you like it commando. Correct. Okay. And the, hey, listen. Uh, I different could, strokes for different folks. Well, that's the hope. That's it. I'm ready. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kaplan? Yeah. <laughs> Sweats off. Right, with the snaps on. Check, 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 check. Eh, here's Kaplan. He comes out. Speaking of pajama gram, well, that's what they should do. Have the kind with the snaps on the side. Your wife says, all right, I'm ready. Like an NBA player? <laughs> right. Tear away pants. Let's go. We don't get that enough in the NBA. Those are the best. Waiters. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Snap, 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 snap. Right. Check, 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 check. <laughs> Yeah, 52 in for 44. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Johnny. It's different strokes for different strokes. Different folks. Absolutely. Well said. Johnny the Beat Man. That's exactly right. Love it. All right. And I don't want to see Conrad Bain naked, so I'm good with that, Mr. Drummond. As we go to uh, the Ike, here is uh, Jordan on ESPN 1000. All right, Jordan. Hey, I'm, uh, Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. I love the show. Hi, Hi Jordan. Uh, so I was wondering, do you think maybe those uh, acid seals might have heard the Burger King jingle and got a little uh, hungry this morning when they uh, bit off the hand there? Is there a correlation, Johnny, from the, the uh, Burger King and the seal? Could there be a, a correlation there? That's the question. Answer this question, Cat. What do you think? The Whopper Whopper commercial with the seals. Is there a correlation? Yes. That's what he's asking. I, even my warped brain can't Whopper, rap. whopper, whopper, whopper <laughs> Junior double, triple, whopper Oh, God! Really tragic here is This actress Lulu has been attacked by seals We'll be right back <laughs> Whopper, 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 whopper Junior double, triple, whopper Oh, man You can't change those spots You're Monday Night Football You can't change that then you can do about it. Nothing. Just a quick sidebar, may I approach? Brought to you by Ankin Law, 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign, Sign my, my ball. ball. I want to ask you, Shay, um, you were talking yesterday about Al Michaels and, uh, and the broadcast he did with Tony Dungy on Saturday. So I, I just want to just point this out that something I didn't mention yesterday. Cap, as you well know, broadcasting and age is not kind. It's not kind. If you're not on top of your game, it doesn't sound as strong. Like Al Michael is not Al Michaels is not what he was in 1980. He's still a solid broadcaster. But you know, it's something about age and broadcasting where it could be very unkind. It's unkind to Greg Gumble. He is he had a hard time this season, a very difficult time. But he's an older gentleman. He's in his 70s, right? Dick Stockton had to get out of the game. Correct. It's like okay, Dick. That's enough. You're out, right? Like he just can't. He can't keep up with it anymore. Correct. I was I was laughing at myself at age fifty, having to broadcast on the second level at the Arc in Valparaiso, and I go, okay, I got my reading glasses here, but it took me a second to adjust 
because we're used to being at the scores table where you can see right there at, at courtside. Right, you're 35 rows up. I just don't want to be the old broadcaster. And if I ever become that where I'm the old broadcaster and can't see anymore, I'm out. That's what happened to the voice of the National Hockey League, right? Doc Emmerich. He, he went, I lost my fastball. I can't do it. And everyone went, you sound amazing. No, not to my standards. I'm done. Think about that. No one complained about Doc Emmerich, Shay. And, they were, and he's like, you know what? I can't see the, the ice like I used to. I'm what, out. But what bothers me with Al is he can still clearly see what's happening. He's so technically sound. But he's just going through the motions. And if you're going to be the guy who all year on Thursday night is going to bitch live on the broadcast that the football's not good enough, and then you're calling one of the three biggest comebacks in NFL history, get up for the game. Wake up. Yeah. But it's easy for you to say that because you're 27 years old. Okay, then don't call the game. Like, if you're going to sleep through one of the biggest comebacks in NFL history, don't call the game. I can't have you in a medically induced coma in the, in the booth, Al. Can't I also it. think you are underestimating the negative effect. And I like him as a studio analyst. This yeah. is not a shot at his at him as a person. Yeah, Tony Dungy's great in the studio, the studio on a radio interview. He's not a color analyst on a game. He's not. That's I fair. agree. Both of them should have woken up. I told you yesterday Tony Dungy was asleep. But if if Al had someone next to him, whether it was Collinsworth or Tony Romo or Greg Oles, I don't think you would be as down on Al's performance. I don't. Al just, he, he just seemed like, he, and again, I can only base it on the first half because, you know, I went to get on the plane to Murray, so I only saw the first half, and then I listened to the rest of the game on the radio with uh, Ian Eagle. It was very good. Yeah, so I only saw the first half, and I thought, well, this is an interesting pairing. A studio guy and Al, who has said in interviews, I've called some dud games. Mm-hmm. He said himself, mm-hmm. because as a broadcaster, it reflects what is on the, on the field. You, you can't be up for these lousy games that he's called. Didn't he call Washington Bears? He did. Oh, my God. What do you say for that? So, yeah, that was a horrific game. But, but I just want to say, Shay, overall, age, very difficult in that spot. When you're 80 years old, you may not, not you may not think he has the fastball, but he's with it. But he's got to call something that is is interesting. And I thought that in the second half, even though I didn't hear it, and I saw some of the highlights. Yeah, you wish he could raise the volume a little bit, but it just didn't happen. It just it kind of ruined my experience watching what was one of the great comebacks in history because there was no energy on the broadcast. I understand none. I understand some people yeah. and like if I get that way. Done. You and I have called games. What's interesting is, like, I'll have energy, and then you will be down the middle with your commentary. But if it's something exciting, you raise the level way high. Mm-hmm. We've worked together that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to keep the energy because i got to watch. But for you, it's like, oh, God, how about that move? Like, you, you, your energy comes up when you see something interesting. But if it's dull as balls, what are you, you going to say? It's tough. When it's, you know, 86-49, you're like... Yeah. Well, there's a big basket. They're down 40 now. Yeah. Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day is next right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and J-Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and J-Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Got a nice side job for someone, Cap. Saw this in the Sun-Times. Oscar Meyer is searching for its next 12-pack of Wiener, Wiener Mobile drivers. Wiener Mobile drivers. Some say mobile. I say mobile. 
the hot dogger position is a full-time job. You travel 20,000 miles to 200 events across 20 states promoting the company's products. So you are in a vehicle, and it's got a big Oscar Mayer wiener on the top of it. So I've seen that thing. I would love for them to come by the station one day and take us for a ride. That'd be interesting. Just cool, cruise around downtown. We'll put it on social. Give them some love. It's a Please. Full, it's a full-time position for one year. It includes a $35,600 base salary with a weekly allowance of 150 bucks for meals and personal travel. 18 days paid off and all hotel expenses covered. That's not bad. Like if you're a 23-year-old, just got out of college, you got no direction on what you're going to do yet, take a year and drive around the Wienermobile. That'd be a cool thing on your resume. Go to places that you've never been before. 20,000 miles, 200 events across the 20 states. Sure. 35 grand? Yeah. How'd you get your start after college? I drove the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> yeah, so if you can bring the Wienermobile by the station, Hoodie and I would like to go for a ride. We would like that, absolutely. I think that's, that's just amazing to me. I, I, you know what, Cap? I'd do it. What if you're, like, retired? Like, yeah, you know what? A little side job. I still want to get active. Hey, hun. What do you think about we do this for a year? I'm just telling you. I'm not doing TV right now. So after I'm done with Hoodie, we'll get in the Kraft Heinz Wienermobile for thirty five grand And cruise around. How about that? I would love it. That's not bad. And, and they get hotel expenses. I like that. Let's do it. And you get your, your $150 in meals. Hmm. Hmm. That's not bad. Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, uh, valet. Valet. <laughs> Did you say Ritz Carlton? <laughs> Excuse I me. I don't think so. Yes, uh, Ritz Carlton, Chicago. Um, yeah, I was wondering any chance you have a valet. I'm going to be staying with you for a couple of days for some events. Oh, uh, yeah, we have a valet. It's the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> oh, God. Park this. Hey. Make sure you don't scratch it up. Don't scratch my wiener. Exactly. You're part of the expression. Yes. <laughs> don't you, ding my wiener. Could you, hey, could you imagine, Cap? <laughs> hey, hon, I'm just telling you. I got an idea. 35 grand. I'm going to do this. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Time for the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day. And it's brought to you by... Chicago Cut Steakhouse. All right, Johnny, what do we have? Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Man, fish just doesn't work for me no more, man. I need some human fingers. I need it right now, man. There's a dude right there. There's a guy right there, man. Let's get him. Sub. Hey, I'm a cute seal. Oh, God! <laughs> My fingers! Oh, God! They're taking me! Ah! Mindy! <laughs> <laughs> Calling out for Mindy. That's it. That's what you do. Call Dr. Citrenberg. Help me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> that is the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Great dining experience. Also an awesome lunch spot. All right, let's do this tomorrow. Can we do this tomorrow? Let's do it tomorrow morning. We've still got more NFL to cover. There's some things that we haven't got to. Also, something personal with Shea that's going on that we haven't gotten to. We've got to get to this tomorrow. And some quarterback rankings. Yes. Yes. All we right. left that on the cutting room floor twice uh, two okay. days. We'll get to that, yes, because we want to talk about Justin Fields and also the quarterbacks that are in the playoffs. Yes, we got to get to that. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. All right, that will be part of the mix right here tomorrow. Have a great day. On Cap and Jay Hood. We thank you for listening and twitching and being part of the program here on ESPN 1000. Our thanks to you. 
Our thanks to Shay and Johnny the Beatman and also JC on the other side of the glass. Now, stick around because Bleck and Abdallah are in for green. Coming up in a few moments here on ESPN 1000. Crosstalk, baby. So there won't, won't be an okie doke today. Yeah, no, they won't okie doke us here. We will actually have Bleck and Abdallah in here at, at 10 o'clock. Looking forward to it. None of this. Greenies out. I'm Chris Carlin. Hey, wait a minute. You okie doked us. <laughs> so we got Bleck and Abdallah, Carmen Yurko, Wadlin Sylvie, Tyler and Miller in for Bleck and Abdallah at 6 and Freddie Ann Fitzsimmons. Looking forward to it. Have a great day. So long, everybody. Take that. Don't get From Chicago.